this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. <laughs> Last time, the party solidified their plans for the new teleportation circle and the global Glorp early warning system. They also decided to plant trees everywhere for the future. This week, we level up! Yay! What new abilities will Kit receive? How will Bria annoy Bizdira while training for her next level? How did and you know? And what class is Flick going to level up in this time? Well, let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. It's How are we? Good. All of those questions are very... I'm excited. I'm excited for this well, episode. Well, I'm actually going to change what my plans were, because I did, of course, have plans to bully Bizdira, and now I'm just going to change did. them, because... No! I feel personally attacked. No! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have I a teething baby crying in the background. That hopefully I thought you were going to give us a media wreck, but that was not what that was. Uh, I highly recommend not growing teeth. It seems like a very painful process. Uh, yeah, highly recommend no. Just I no know. teeth. Got it. Okay. Do we actually have any media wrecks this week? Oh, I do actually. Do you? What you got? If any has anyone watched The Bear on Hulu? My husband has been talking about it. It's <laughs> It's real good. And it's a quick watch. They're thirty-minute episodes, and yeah, I love that they're thirty minutes. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's very. Um, I I thought all of it was very artfully done. It's just it's great television. I will get on that. I'm two episodes away from finishing Money Heist completely, so nice. gotta get what on that. It's very watching? good. Well, Harley Quinn season three is now back out on HBO Max, and I think that show is great. Animated series about like very tongue in cheek. Uh, with Harley, Harley Quinn and King Shark and who else is on her team? Oh, and she's in a b- very hot relationship with Poison Ivy. It's a great, it's great. Oh, oh yeah, like they're that. hot. <laughs> and like Ivy is like very closed off and very cold and Harley is so like bubbly and out there and it's mm-hmm. just like the kind of ship that I am here for. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, anybody else? I have been ill, so I've just been watching all of the terrible TV that I can find. Yeah. Um, so none of them are real recommendations, but I will say I watched the latest season of The New Charmed on Netflix and it's it's entertaining, but the the real thing is that someone I went to high school with and was very good friends with in high school is on the show. Yes. And it is so funny to watch someone you went to high school with and like helped them like pick out clothes because they were like I feel like I need to dress cooler is now playing like a heartthrob on a CW show. It's yes. hilarious. Amazing. I love everything about that. Speaking of, Alex, how is your um, circle casting going? I'm very, oh, yeah. I'm very oh, invested in this. Yeah, uh, I haven't done any sort of research whatsoever on that topic but i still i still would love that i was well i was thinking about whether or not i would actually catfish um because i think that i could make an argument for both me being myself and picking a catfish if i picked a catfish i think it would be taryn yes (laughs) honestly either uh, either be like yeah you can't show the it would have to be like pictures of my kids like the back of their heads but i would be like down with like the back okay yeah just so that we know that you're a family gal yeah. yeah, someone like Taryn or even maybe just like a dorkier version of myself, maybe like... How dorky are you trying to go? <laughs> well, well, no, like, because I don't think I come off as very dorky, like, when you just look at me. So I, know, I think... that was the You joke. know what I mean? I, know. I don't know. That's that's kind of my... I don't know. I like we'll those see. ideas, though. Those are fun. Or I could be not... Or 
the less dorky version of myself. The very like maybe like someone who's like a frat bro or someone like that. I think that could be very easy. All right. Anything else? <laughs> I literally am ten minutes into the second season of Only Murders in the Building. Yes. yes. And I I've heard such am good not things. kidding when I tell you that those ten minutes have been over a two to three week span. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's great. I love those three together. I think mm-hmm. they're hilarious. It's so, so funny. And I keep seeing people on Twitter being like, I don't understand who the audience is for this show. And I'm like, what are you talking me. about? I'm like, all, me and all my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone with yeah. a... a- brilliant sense of humor <laughs> hello oh yeah i love it i love i could do without amy schumer being on this season but other than that agreed all right well there's some wrecks go forth and watch trash <laughs> but before that listen to this glory let's play D. I thought you were gonna call us trash no. <laughs> listen to this trash instead so this last week we had uh, you had a little meeting with the Alglorp on the southern island the Alglorp and Marco who are the same person you know what I mean uh, you solidified some plans that was like an event that took place this week we're gonna go on a slightly more extended journey that might overlap with some of the things we deal with in future episodes, uh, but it's an extended journey of what you all are doing when you're not dealing with specific plans regarding B-Day. Yes, it's been two weeks, and we're still calling it that. No, we're not. So, <laughs> you're calling it. You're, you're calling said what it I said. I'm full on the B-Day train. Fully Thank on you. So what we're going to do today is I want to hear, like we've done in the past, I want to hear a little bit about how the four of you, how the four of you have leveled up, uh, and how you've trained, how, you know, the specific new abilities and powers that you have are related to what you've been working on, all of that. But I also just want to know what you do in your free time. You all have about 14 months from the end of season nine until the beast returns, until, say it with me, B-Day! No. Three out of five, 60%. That is an F, but it is more than half. So you have 14 months uh, between the end of season nine and B-Day, and it's not realistically possible, even in this made-up-ass fantasy world, that you all are going to go, go, go every hour of every day between now and then. So I want to know how you're decompressing, how you're having some fun. So that's what we're doing this week. And I think we're going to start with our quick-running masked monk, Bizdira. Bizdira, what is Bizdira up to, to gain power and also to relax? So, I mean, I feel like it's kind of the same for both. Yeah, that's, I think, as I said it, I was like, oh, I'm starting with the wrong person for that because yes, it's the same. It's the same. Because, <laughs> you know, she she finds release in hitting things. So I think that she spends a lot of time <clears throat> probably more with the Eastern Island and like a training up some of the folks down there and the ground un- underground and in the process because people need their culture right say so you, you, we've let, uh, yeah, no, come I'm along let with me finish. on this journey i'm gonna let you finish yeah, come yeah. along with me on this journey right you've got different types of creatures right there we know that there's some dwarves we know that there's other communities and races in this place mm-hmm. right and Throughout her time training, she starts to realize that, you know, as some people who are 
maybe bilingual or want to do. They kind of switch in and out and maybe start, you know, cursing as she's punching them and all that. And then <laughs> out of nowhere, she realizes that she just can understand everything that everyone is saying around her. And it takes her a while to realize, because she just starts responding to people and they give her yeah. weird looks like, wait, what? Yeah. And, and so it takes her a while to realize that actually, too, when she's developed a uh, interesting new feature called Tongue of the Sun and Moon. Hot. So hot. <laughs> Lots of tongue action here. Um, Meta-wise, you understand all spoken languages and any creature that can understand a language can understand what you say. I love this so much because it makes no sense for us, but it's <laughs> perfect. You're it's- fighting people and you learn their languages. You can understand them. They yes. can understand you. And I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say Bizdira is the last one of the four of you that wants to be the language face. Yes. Yes. When I find this out, I actually uh, make some glue and just glue Frosty's hat to her head at this point. There's no no alternative. I can translate. I do not want to be the one. But now, where was there? There was somewhere where there was a language that we couldn't figure out and now I want to like go back to that. It's Esperanto, I believe, from the Southern Island. I'm going to go read everything in Esperanto. Yes! And talk to everyone in Let's Esperanto. Let's have a museum day! That's an incredible way to spend actually, your time. Yeah, right? I actually love that that's how you're spending your free time, uh, is like checking I'm, out the museum. I'm just going through, because I know I can have any of the Glorp people do it, but I'm like, I don't want it. I want to I want to read it for myself. I want to get my own information. I can translate from my friends, but I want it for myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> such a random skill. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you do that. I don't know what information I can provide to you uh, that you don't already have that you would glean from the display. I mean, because now, you know, you've you've dug into the library history on the Eastern Island. You've talked to the Oglorp who has told you about the past and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think you just know all kinds of very small, specific historical details from everything on the Southern Island. You, in fact, discover that the real pronunciation of bay trees is batteries. There you go. How's that? There we go. I'm like, hey, guys, we've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's actually batteries, not bay trees. You have a bunch of numbskulls. Just saying. I love it. All right. So Bizdira suddenly can speak to everybody. She is spending a ton of time on the Southern Island checking out the checking out the museum and, and everything down there. I love it. What a great way to spend some time, let off some steam, but still be productive. Sightseeing, you know? Yeah. It's the All most right. interesting island we've been on. Definitely. All right. Love it. Thank you, Bizdira. Next up, let's see what Kit's been up to or what Kit is actively up to and will be up to in the future. Time doesn't matter. What's up, Kit? Hello. So I think, I mean, I think let's start with the easy thing. Like, what does Kit do in her free time? We're planting a bunch of trees. Obviously, Kit is gardening. Like, that is her relaxation activity. She is tending to the trees. She's visiting the Northern Island and making sure the trees are growing healthily over there. She's, um, you know, maybe with the Allglorp's permission, she's going to actually try to plant some more trees closer since they're all afraid. We're gonna, you know, I'm I'm just 
nature mother taking care of all of the plants on this world. I love that. I was going to ask you if your garden was somewhere specific, but clearly the whole world is your garden, and that's so much better. The whole world is your garden. That's the episode title. (laughs) I did. I do love that. I love that a ton. Um, what is Kit's like pride and joy plant on in this world that you like? I don't. I don't know if you spent extra time or it just is developing particularly well or I don't know. What's what's a particularly favorite plant for Kit? I think so. I think I'm I'm backtracking just a half minute to you were saying about like a particular garden. So I think yeah. she's doing a lot of traveling, but I think like on a day when she's like, uh, if she already used her like transport via plants, like I think that she does have a little vegetable garden above the like cobalt area you know to to help them have a fresh supply of vegetables and I think that that's really her like pride and joy is this little like patch of vegetables she tends to it like all the time I think she has like Rx come and check on it when she's not there um, because she's very protective you know the carrots and the squash and all of the various magical fantasy versions of vegetables as well um but yeah how much of your tending of this garden is magic and how much is elbow grease and dirt i think it's a little bit of both i love that answer i'm so happy you said that yeah i think you know a little bit of magic to like make sure everything's nice and healthy and all that good stuff but i also think like part of the joy of this part of the reason it's relaxation is because she just wants to get in there and be in the mud and the dirt with her hands i love that and i also i love i have to say like i love that you didn't just say like oh no it's all hard work because that's more because that's nonsense she's a yeah. <laughs> 13th level adventure of course she's going to use magic but like yes. I love that there's a balance I think that's great I love that yeah alright so that's uh, that's lovely that's kids lovely downtime gardening making sure the little plot is growing making sure the trees around the world are, are rooting nicely in their new locations all of that I love that do we want to talk a little bit more mechanically speaking what else kids up to yeah so I think and sorry I'm going a little bit um, on t- into a different area of what we were potentially going to discuss in a different episode, but I'm, oh, sure. I'm stealing it for myself. Yeah, yeah, bring it, bring, <laughs> bring it in now, and we can flesh it out later. That's great. So I think that something that Bizdira had mentioned like many moons ago was the idea that like Kit could potentially be training um, folks in elemental magic. Ah. And so I think that that is that is one of the major ways that Kit is you know preparing for this battle to come. I think she is taking in like she's got a little school of people who have like an affinity towards magic and elemental magic in particular and so she is um, helping them hone that magic but obviously I think that a big part of teaching is obviously learning from the people who who you are teaching so I think that Kit is also gaining a lot and she's learning about different ways that other people connect to magic and it's helping her kind of grow as a magic user as well and um, she every day finds that like she feels more and more in tune with the magic of this world. And um, then one day she's like giving a, a demonstration of, of, you know, a various um, elemental magic types. And she fe- reaches for something inside of herself. And all of a sudden it's, it's a little scary, I think. But I think uh, is, yeah. she accidentally starts a what is it called a um a firestorm and <laughs> it's uh very scary she's very overwhelmed didn't mean to do that um but you know she just gained so much knowledge and power from from all of her students that now she has the ability to cast seventh level spells nice <laughs> um 
where are you when you accidentally start a 100 cubic foot fire? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say that we probably do these magic lessons somewhere a little secluded because we're we're dealing with elemental magic and, you know, we're trying to, you, I, I'm trying to keep people safe. So maybe we've like cleared out a field somewhere where I bring my students and um, it's just, it's just myself and my students in like That's this- good. This cleared out field. Yeah, this cleared out, already burned out, so they can't spread fires and yeah. start things. I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's very wise, very kit. I love it. Uh, yeah. Oh, seventh level spells. Scary, but exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are some of the other? Uh, just real briefly before we uh, before we wrap Kit's tale. Uh, what are some of the other uh, abilities? The other the other seventh level spells that you have access to in addition to Firestorm, which is in fact ten ten foot cubes <laughs> that deals seven d ten fire damage. Well, we remember that um, once upon a time, Kit summoned a little dragon to fight for them, but now Kit herself can become a little dragon. And fight for um, us. So there's that. Incredible. <laughs> I love that. I can also plane shift. So, you know, we'll just plane shift the beast away and then the battle will be over at the end. <laughs> That'll work, right? Jokes, jokes, uh, jokes. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I can't. I'm. I, do you know? I, I think back to season one and how scared Lil Kit was to <laughs> deplete her spell slots or to cast on a on moon magic day. Mm. Oh yeah. And now she's moon just accidentally days. setting fire to a hundred cubic feet of land. I mean, <laughs> meh. Here's a tidal wave. Gross. Yeah. Gross. I mean, I think it's pretty fitting because the first time that she cast her magic on a moon magic day, she accidentally did a fireball. So, you know, it's fitting. It is very fitting. <laughs> Thematic. Incredible. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be winning if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us in a rating and a review. Hopefully we'll get one soon so we can read it at our next recording. Maybe? Yeah? Great. Next up, of course, our reminder about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to every episode we do between now and Season 10, and then one episode a month in Season 10, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And of course, you're also supporting other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you, of course, to our Heralds of Denier, Shimigan got Tanya and Ark, to our honorary party member Seven, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms.
We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media media. Just a quick reminder, we will be back with our next episode in two weeks, so look for that on Wednesday, August 31st. That episode is going to be one of our two remaining Terran talks, so Terran's going to be chatting with either me or story consultant Robert yet. We haven't decided which of us is up next. Okay, that's all we've got for you this week. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. Next up for free time and personal training, uh, Bria, what uh, what are you up to? Well, I was just looking at my sheets and I am leveling up in silliness. Very weird, but I have proficiency in it. You are. So... You are and have been max level for a long time <laughs> in that particular <laughs> class. It's weird. It's like a plus 20 to everything. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, Bria's doing a lot of stuff, but I think she... Her way of letting off steam is max capacity sillies. If Bizdira is running, Bria is running. Um, I'm obviously like trying to convince everyone of everything with my drawings. It's it's nonstop like four-year-old energy. Like, look at me, look at me. Um, everything that she's doing. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so much of that. I know um, what you get at this level, and I still don't have any idea what you're leading up to. Well, that mainly is for the proficiency bonus, because all the things that oh, I have hilarious. proficiency in uh-huh. are very, like, I'm doing acrobatics. We've got some athletics in there. Investigation. Like, I invent the magnifying glass for everyone. <laughs> like, that's what happens here. <laughs> Obviously, my stealth is my big thing. Um, so I'm practicing that a lot. Um, yeah, what's that I modifier am, now? It is a plus 14. Meaning I that have the lowest you can possibly roll in stealth is? A 24. Uh-huh. I always have advantage because of my bat cloak. Oh, right. So, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs>
I have been, I have gotten so sneaky and done such a great job that I also get an extra dice for my sneak bonus. So, and again, I hate to say it, but that is mostly practiced on Bizdira. Um, so there's a lot <laughs> don't of, hate if to she's, say it. don't lie. I hate to say it because you called me out on it. Oh, and right. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, but one of the new things that I'm trying as I'm being sneaky is I'm kind of trying to mess with her mind a little bit more. She's so fast that she always finds me. She always gets to me. So I start using my mage hand on her. I start like tapping her shoulder or using the mage hand to like make it sound like my feet are on the ground in one area to try to distract her over to that area. And then I go and, you know, run up to her and like put the dagger behind her back and don't stab her, but say like, gotcha or whatever. Um, So that's a new thing that I can do is I can use my mage hand to distract people. Off air, I gave Taryn a hard time when we both discovered that this was the ability that she gets at this level because I said you you took Arcane Trickster you took 13 levels in Arcane Trickster just so you could get your sneak whenever you want uh-huh yes <laughs> I still can't use it for magic though which I still think is bullshit but <laughs> and speaking of magic uh-huh. um I think I would like to attend some of Kit's classes and <laughs> I I think that speed like, Kit <laughs> I'm trying to help right and I'm trying to be charming and I'm right. trying to be like I'm also a really good adventurer <laughs> and like maybe you can learn some stuff from me and so in like I'll be playing with some of my magic as kids like in the middle of a lesson and it's like Bria please just go away um, <laughs> and as I'm playing with my magic I'm like yeah but the elemental is like and I'm describing it and then same thing that happens with Kit maybe it's on the same day maybe it's the week it's the week after so her students are already a little bit on edge <laughs> Um, and this huge thing erupts from my hands and every single one of her students and Kit makes, has to make a wisdom saving throw because I've used fear on them. Oh my God, (gasps) Bria. So rude. (laughs) What the hell? I didn't realize what I was doing and I've created this illusion that has scared every person. Well, let's see if it's scared every person. Kit, make that wisdom save. It didn't scare me. Uh I'll make some checks uh, for the students. Students. But how many students do you think you have, Kit? I think it varies day to day, but I would say, like, on average, we probably have, like, ten. Okay, that's about what I was thinking, too, so great. Yeah. What's your DC, Bria? Fourteen. Yeah, it's about half and half of the students. Half of them have really sort of taken to Kit's lessons quite well and have sort of sturdied their minds, and the other half just run shrieking into the woods. My bad. And, and in- that's Bria's response. My bad. My bad, my bad. <laughs> and then I'm trying to fix it, and I'm like, "Oh no, please come back!" Like I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, and a rainbow explodes out of my. Hand. It's like my hands are like, like shooting water out of them, and magic is just exploding. And it's not, it's not actual water, but that's what it visually looks like as rainbows come out of my hands. And every creature now must make an additional wisdom save because I've cast hypnotic pattern. I'm trying to charm them. Oh. <laughs> And Hypnotic Pattern is rough. This is the one that hit Bizdira in a real early season and just knocked her out of one really big fight. I think it was the fight with the Ice Devil outside the Arcanium in, like, season four. Yeah, because it reduces your speed to zero if you fail, right? Correct, yes. And you can't take actions or reactions, right? They become charmed for the duration. All right, let's see. Five. Bria really is all about the big swings, you know. Hilariously, (laughs) the half that got feared are running and do not stop. The half that did not get feared 
weird, <laughs> all fail their saves against Hypnotic Pattern and freeze. Oh, no. <laughs> just like Kit, did you make and, that second and I save? Say- I did, yes. Okay, so you just are watching your students just be decimated by Brady's magic. I look at Kit and I just go, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, I think you need these lessons more than they do. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. Oh. I love it. All right, so new spells. We love new spells. Uh, new sneak, new ugh, even higher roll, uh, skill rolls, ability checks, whatever they're called in this edition. Anything else we should know about your time, Bria? I'm asking this genuinely. You will not let me go to Sylphson, right? To what end? I I want to live there. You, you can't. No. 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 This is what happens when you give us this type of freedom, you know, to like make up our own story. Yeah. Here's what I will allow you to do is spend some time as the liaison to Sylphson. Mm-hmm. They do not, to be very clear, they do not let you or anyone else inside the city walls. Not after last time. But What, what if I'm the person that brings their Glorp alert system to them? Yeah. Oh, they'll um, let the Glorp person in. That's true. And they've never seen me before. So, you know. That's true. That's true. They have no idea who you are. <laughs> no idea. I've never been there. I've had too many babies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, yeah, okay. I mean, again, I don't think they're going to let you in, and that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with your three friends. Um, but, but, I'm just saying, you asked about relaxation, and I just think the spa needs to be under construction. Okay, so you st- <laughs> you know, no, I'm not going to make you roll a persuasion check, because I know it's going to be bananas. So I'll just assume that you rolled well. So that's why they allow you to, like, be there. You are able to convince them to take the Glorp person in. Um, I think they probably, like, change the glorp person anyway <laughs> like they're very not trusting but you can start to make some headway with them i think that seems reasonable particularly because as you say you have never actually been there to cause mayhem so um they don't have the immediate aversion to you like they do to your friends so yeah you can you can start cracking that door open i think that's reasonable yeah excellent i'll take it all right last but most certainly not least our multi our favorite multi-class tiefling flick what's up with you it's funny you say what's up because in his free time a lot of the time flick is riding his broom on little like solo rides just for the relaxation and the sort of just like meditation of it all but then additionally i i really don't think he has any other choice but to start a flute choir on the western island i think I think he has to organize a, like an extracurricular activity for the kobolds. And if the orcs want to join in, that's also great. Um, I'm not going to try for the UNT. I'm not going to recruit from them. Can but if the guardians I as well, join? if they want to join in, Bria, do you want to join? I want to well, join we, so bad. Bria is well, so fucking busy. She's taking magic lessons from Kit. She's, she's scaring ab- children. <laughs> she's scaring children. She's abusing Bizdira. And now apparently she's joined your flute choir. She sounds like me in high school. I know, truly. <laughs> for the abusing children part. Man, that didn't come out right. <laughs> 
Well, you were a child. It was That's, fun. Yeah, there you go. I was... Never mind. We're still... Uh, I, no, I, no. I definitely think that we could get, you know, who who would join the flute choir, Well, GM? that was what I was going to say. You get to pick one named NPC that we know. You get Only to pick one. one. No, no, no. There will be others. You get to pick one that I don't get to say no to. With oh, two wait. exceptions. Oh, okay. No. No. There are two You're going to say the one that I want. One of them is the Algorp. <laughs> And, no, one of okay, them, okay. and one of them is the lich. No, that was the one I wanted. <laughs> the lich. Those are Come the on. exceptions. The lich is so old. He you, loves classical music. Come could on. you imagine Absolutely. the songs that he would play? <laughs> he, he, would, he would know the classics. I mean, yeah, the. I mean, he could he could play songs for us that no one has heard in thousands of years. He you know what I mean? Doesn't breathe. So flute <laughs> oh, is not great. Technicality. Technicality. <laughs> okay, okay, but can he play it? Can he be in attendance and can he play it in his mind? <laughs> can he be like humming? Yeah, while it's happening. Yeah. What if so, he's the conductor? No, no. Oh, I don't, I don't oh, yeah, think I like a- His arms falling off as he goes for a particularly big cutoff. Um, all right, so you can't have the no, but- Algorp and you can't have uh, uh, the Lich. Any oh. other NPC, I think we know. Oh, you you know who I want? Or the beast. I want I want Dranks to be in my flute okay. choir. That's sort of what I was hoping you were going to pick. To be honest, <laughs> I, I want Dranks. Yeah, and um, yeah, I I guess that's I, that's what he spends a lot of his extra time doing. And he could even recruit from like other islands, perhaps too, right? Who approaches whom about joining this flute choir between you and Dranks? Oh, oh, Dranks. Actually, if I have control of that for a second, you do. I think. Dranks overhears the rehearsal and begins to get really curious and then maybe he starts hanging around and asking more questions and Flick is like hey Dranks do you um no well I of course I don't (laughs) if you have you ever tried I mean no while we're dying busy hitting things. Well, I understand you're a busy guy, but I've also seen you hanging around our rehearsals down in the tunnels. I was just curious what the music was. And then Flick will pull out one of the flutes that he's made and give it to Dranks. Dranks takes it. And he'll say, I'll see you at rehearsal next week. (laughs) And Dranks, you walk away and Dranks sort of stands there for a few moments and we begin to fade out as Dranks slowly brings the flute to his lips and lets out a horrible shrill note uh, but over time he does we'll work get on it be- don't yeah, worry you, you definitely have some like private lessons with drinks before he is willing to come yeah, in and join do. the whole choir and they're not fucking <laughs> why well, not well <laughs> alright well that's I don't know I have level. a big crush on drinks don't ask me about that <laughs> all do so yeah so you know it takes some remedial lessons but eventually Dranks joins the choir and, and enjoys it immensely I love that I wasn't expecting it but I loved it uh, okay great what uh, what else is Flick up to well um, in terms of mechanically like what happens with Flick he gains access to fifth level spells okay which is very exciting um, and the thing about bards is that you get to choose from the spell list. And I don't know, I have a few ideas of what I want um, Flick to be able to do, because I'm also thinking, you know, what would he spend his extra time when he's, you know, considered his, like, work-study time, I would say, like, when he's actually working on, like, his different embouchures and what notes create what, and, yep. like, what effects, you know, are are happening when this sequence is, is uh, happening. Okay, I put you a little bit on the, I put all of you a little bit on the spot today, so if 
if you want to put off the final decision, now I do. Now look, let me be very clear about this. I would love for you to make a choice about your spell outside of some immediate moment where you need it. But uh, if you don't want to announce yet, we want to find a moment in a future episode to reveal the new spell that that Flick can cast. That's that's fine. I think I think I already have an idea. Oh, okay. I think I already have an idea. Do you, so you want to share it with the class, or you want to hold on to it? I'll probably hold on to okay, it until it's appropriate. Okay. Uh, okay. So new spells. Is there anything else? Uh, is Bard. Uh, what are you at, Bard? Nine? Uh, proficiency bonus goes up, yeah. so I get a little, I'm honing my skills, yeah. and then, oh, my Song of Rest is also upped, uh, so as oh, we're so playing and practicing, more readily when yeah, they- <laughs> sometimes in my own, when I'm like following along with the choir, you know, maybe um, all of a sudden they just kind of like lull into a slumber or something, I don't know, some wounds heal that were a little bit, you wait, know, wait, I don't know. why were whatever. there wounds after your rehearsal? Uh, well, like- these are sparring, you know, maybe they're <laughs> sparring and all of a sudden, with business. Dira, yeah, nice. you know. Or drinks, you know. Or drinks, exactly. Drinks just punched somebody during rehearsal for getting a note wrong. Or he punched them because they told him he got a note wrong. Ooh, I like that. I'm pretty sure we just put everyone into musical theater college. They, like, go <laughs> from their, like, sparring <laughs> yeah. into their music lesson. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Horrific. Horrific. Get them okay. out. Get them out. Right. Okay, good. So a little sleepier, a little more magic, and a little better at the things you were already better at. All right. I love it. Okay, so that's a little bit about what our friends are doing in their downtime in these 14 months between seasons. There is one more thing that we should absolutely do today. Uh, as we're talking, speaking of time off and things that you all are doing to grow and learn and expand your skill sets as people, I think we need a band practice. Absolutely. Oh, thank goodness. I think that these are um, few and far between. You all are very busy, even when you're just busy decompressing and taking time to yourselves. But I think maybe there is some time over the 14 months that you all can come together and attempt some some playing and sanging and howling and spooning together. Oh, Anyway. <laughs> Spooning in the... No, it's not better. All right. So can I get performance checks from y'all? Let's start with the bard, Flick. That is a 15. He is... He's he's solid. It's a he's solid, solid performance. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Totally solid. You've been practicing with the choir. So like, you know, there's just a an automaticness to it. He might even just be phoning it in. Who knows? But it's that good. It's that good. Kit. Nine. <laughs> It was, listeners, you couldn't see this, but as the nine was given, so too was a hearty thumbs up from Kit. <laughs> All right, Kit, uh, are you wolf howling or is that, are you, is that your, meh? Let's, let's say that it, it wasn't so good because I wasn't a wolf. Maybe ah. I needed to be an animal that was like digging today in my gardening. <laughs> Yes, you attempted so, yeah. to sing as a as a as a prairie dog, and it just didn't quite, you know, <laughs> didn't have the depth. Didn't have the wolf. depth. Yeah. All right, Bazir, what'd you get? Uh, Bazir is very distracted by this um, prairie dog singing <laughs> and misses a few notes, and she rolled an eight. Okay, Bria, how about you? So I rolled a six, and no Bria wonder is... Flick was so good. The rest of you were awful. <laughs> however, however, I'm holding this band together. However, Tell me. Bria, I think she's distracted. She really wants to play the flute, and Dranks took the last fucking flute. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. So she's distracted and she's upset, and um, so she like 
can't get the rhythm of the spoons right, so she's gonna use a lucky to try to up this. Hell yeah, I'm gonna use my lucky. Don't give me that face. Incredible, I love it. Is it's it 16. Okay, so you toss the spoons and do what? I actually legit, I get frustrated. Yeah. And I toss the spoons up in the air. Yeah. And then I catch them one at a time. Okay. In one in each hand. And, and then you I start using Kitten Bizdira as drums. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they they did not roll very well. Correct. Yes. Yes. That's called emergent storytelling. It's not. That's a terrible example of emergent storytelling. But it was very funny. I loved it. All right. Well, not the most successful of band practices, but you all are deeply distracted. And look, you know, 14 months, you can definitely have more than one. So maybe we'll revisit this at some point during our uh, in-between season episodes. But we only have one left. To be very clear, she does not mean one episode. She means they all need to roll above. <laughs> of a 10 one more time to get proficiency in band practice, according to a ruling I made literally years ago. (laughs) And I will hold it in my dead hands. (laughs) Which might be when they get that proficiency, but for now... That's where we're going to leave it for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen in a couple of weeks when we find out more about their progress over the course of their year and change before the day. (laughs) I hate it so much. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can, of course, also email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D. You can go to our website, www.DNDLastRefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Plark. Happy gaming, y'all. Just a quick reminder, we'll be back with our next episode in two weeks, so look for it on... Oh, shit, I didn't... Seven... Plus fort. <clears throat> so look for it on Wednesday, August 31st. Shit, no, how many days are in August? 30 days. Hats of tomorrow, June, November. All the rest. So 31. Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, oh, fuck's sake.